Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me, along with Captain Ed and Keith. We are your crew today as we navigate the latest aviation news and information on Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Yes, you heard right. It's Greg, Ed, and Keith today in the studio for the first time in God knows how long. Whoop, whoop. How about that? <laughs> Keith is I here. just saw Keith say whoop, whoop, and throw his arms in the air. That's, it, that's a little much. I think that's the first time that's ever happened as well, actually. <laughs> uh, Dennis is on hiatus. It's the holidays. But we have brought in the big guns. We have Tom Haynes from AOPA uh, assisting us as well. So we got a full crew. It's You know what? Uh, there's three of us here in the studio, so I think that counts as a holiday Christmas party kind of thing. What do you think, Ed? I think that does. Yeah. So what, Where's what, the eggnog? Come on. Oh, I got eggnog. Well, actually, I got everything but the eggnog. Oh, okay. So skip the eggnog. That's and fine by me, too. Right to the booze <laughs> and get everybody socially lubricated and be good to go. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's been a while since we've had the original crew uh, together. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what'd you get me? Same as always. Really? Nothing. Oh, I thought it was going to be Keith's credit card. Keith? I got you the exact same thing you got me. Keith's credit card. That's what I got last <laughs> time. And we made out like bandits. So I don't know. I, I feel pretty good. I, I get that warm, fuzzy feeling uh, inside uh, just in time for the that holidays. Might be the alcohol. Yeah, that, it could be that actually too. Uh, Tom Haynes from AOPA. Are you feeling the holiday love right now, Tom? Or, or what do you think? Well, it certainly helped all the snow we got this week uh, up through the Northeast and Maryland and all that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, I get start starting to get there, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They did get a bit of a snowstorm up there and, I don't know, lend itself to the whole, you know, white Christmas kind of thing. But it kind of puts a damper on the flying, I assume. Or do you have skis on your aircraft? Uh, no skis on the Bonanza, no. But uh, I'm sure if we get enough of it, uh, some, somebody's going to be out there on skis. Okay, is that a typical thing you see in your neck of the woods, or uh, no? Not so much. Uh, we're not not quite warm enough for people to really be able to use ski planes here in Maryland, but certainly up in Minnesota and Wisconsin and Michigan. I have been ski plane flying in Michigan before, so up there, yep, it's 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 a winter way of life. Yeah, there you go, a winter wonderland, and uh, you know it's the appropriate time to think that way. You know, and if it doesn't put a damper on your flying, all the better. Now, uh, Tom, I know a couple of days ago we had the uh, anniversary of the Wright brothers' birthday, or what, what was that exactly? What is? Yeah, it, it was uh, <laughs> on the seventeenth. Thursday was the, uh, you know, the hundred and um, what, what we what we decide hundred seventeenth. Yeah, it did uh, the anniversary math. of the first flight. So That's a lot of candles. Flight. Yeah, did AOPA, uh, you know, cough up the dough for that and and have a have a cake uh you know in the office well they they're not even meeting in the offices no, right now so no. that's how they got away from having to you know do a birthday cake thing for the wright brothers you think or what yeah, right right but you know aopa does have a connection to the wright brothers in that at first flight in north carolina where the wright brothers did their flight you know there's a runway there and of course a national park right uh, it's a wonderful place for pilots to go visit and there's a a what we call the pilot shack which is really kind of a modern nice building Right there by the runway with restrooms and a flight planning area. AOPA 
uh, funded that on behalf of AOPA members in 2003, the 100th anniversary of flight. Um, so uh, if you go there, there's a plaque on the building that describes how AOPA and its members built that facility. So um, AOPA does have kind of a connection to the Wright brothers. Yeah, I do too, because uh, I'm right, even when I'm wrong. Uh, so that, I feel a kindred spirit with the brothers, you know, does that count, Keith? I would say yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, he's very right. gracious today. Normally he'd be bashing Jeez. you left I right. guess so. We should check with your wife, Greg, on that, whether you're right or not. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. We know she, the answer there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it's I think. Christmas time. You it's be- Christmas. Keith is socially yeah. lubricated, so he, he'll say whatever I want him to. All right. <clears throat> so you, you have that to celebrate. And if you haven't been to that facility, it is nice. I actually it was there. I don't know. Actually, it's probably been about seven, eight years, but I was there with a the family one summer and we got to go up to the monument and we saw the mm-hmm. museum cool. and the whole thing. It, it's a fun little uh, thing. You've been there, right, Ed? No, actually, I have not. You haven't? No. I got that oh, up I, on you. You huh? do? Yeah. Every, wow. every pilot should land on that runway. It's uh, it's you know it's a, it's a mecca for pilots. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, so you, you can actually fly into that place. Yeah. Yeah. Watch, I didn't that, know watch, that. watch out for the deer. But yes, you can land okay. on the runway right there and walk up the hill to the monument. Is it? Well, right now it's reindeer. So I guess you got to watch out for those. <laughs> uh, but it, it might be a fun little holiday, you know, uh, run Especially for you. with a bright red nose. Yes. Uh, well, you know. I don't want to take him out. Yeah. You're you talking wanna... about Greg or the reindeer? <laughs> <laughs> no, mine would be a brown. Uh, colored, but, uh, but that's an, another issue that's another altogether. altogether. Right. So, uh, as far as for the holidays, Tom, let me just ask you, I'm going to go around the horn here with the, with the crew, but, uh, are you doing any flying here during the holidays to go see family, uh, you know, with your, you know, personal aircraft, your Bonanza or, or are you kind of just like staying close to home? Like they're telling us to right now. Yeah, I'm staying, staying pretty close to home, but, uh, I have a tradition of flying on new year's day yeah. whenever the weather permits. And, uh, if possible, what we are going as a family to, uh, out skiing that day, I'm going to try to find some time early in the morning to get up and do a little bit of, uh, flying on new year's day. If, if that works out. Well, that's cool. I mean, so is the skiing thing, something as part of the tradition or you just figured that's the activity we're going to, we're going to use as our excuse to go fly on new year's day. Uh, well, the, uh, kids are off and not around on Christmas for the first time. So it, it kind of leaves us celebrating Christmas whenever we can. And it turns out it's going to be right around new year. So we're going to do Christmas celebration and skiing and, and maybe a little flying all, all together. Okay. But, but the uh, annual tradition is just to get up in your aircraft on new year's day, just to say you did it. On mm-hmm. the first day of the year kind of thing. Great great way to kick off the, the year is getting some uh, air under your wings. I yeah. like it. Uh, Ed, what, what say you? Are you doing anything right now other than uh, training there at the flight training professionals? Not really. I mean, we're we're staying close to home and, uh, and uh, taking a couple of days off right around the holiday. And but leading that, up to that, everybody is like booking classes and going crazy right now, Am are they or what? Well, it, it, this time of year is kind of different for us. We got some people that take time off. We got other people that have time off, so they increase their activity. Kind of balances itself out. Yeah, um, that uh, I've got a lot of people that are trying to push to get something done before they go away from Christmas, like cross countries or flight tests or something like that. So, uh, actually, pretty. Pretty busy. Hopefully the weather will hold out for it. Yeah. Do you have a lot of pilots that are going to the flight school and say, hey, look, I really would like to do some training right now because I can't stay at home anymore with the family? I think we do have to say we have seen an 
certain number of customers. That's why they're there is that they they decided they needed they wanted to do this and it's something they can still do. Right. And it does get them out from their normal routine if they're especially if they're working from home. Right. Because, you know, typically you just got a week or so with the family, but at this point there's a good chance it's you, already been nine you months. Spent <laughs> several months uh cooped up with them and you're like, Oh my God, let me out of here. Hey, Keith, and you, did you expect, imagine spending nine months with Greg? No, I don't want to imagine that. It's a <laughs> That's a win. That's uh, you know, I don't know. It's a pretty, ask my wife. No, I mean, don't. We, we spent like three, four <laughs> days at a time together. Oh, and yeah. That was bad enough. Yeah. Well, yeah. bad. No, that was, uh, that was something you'll never forget. Well, no, you're right. I will never forget that. That's true. <laughs> what about you, Keith? What uh, about uh, the holidays? Are you going to do anything in the next week or so I'll other be, than doing your typical training there at the flight school? I'll be doing a lot of flying. A lot of flying. I've been doing. But training. Be work stuff, right? It's all work stuff. Yes, yeah. it's uh, flying different airplanes that we manage and crew. Yeah, so I'll be doing a lot of that, uh-huh. uh, both before Christmas and after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's. So on Christmas Day, I plan on staying home and doing nothing. Okay, just, so you're... just to try and get a break. Really, I, I did Christmas with my family last weekend. Okay, nice. Got a little head start on that. Just so. For scheduling issues and that kind of thing, that's why you yeah, it's hard, you know, to get all the up. kids together and everything, you know, when they got their own families, and, right? So okay, so you had them together, you got together, had a little pre-Christmas thing, yep, and then so on Christmas you're just gonna kick back, but you have no nothing on your agenda, like I got to fly on Christmas Day, kind of deal. No, no, I do enough flying. Okay, so he doesn't have that whole thing. He has to fly the first day of the year either. No, oh gosh. You seem more cheery than uh, these guys do, Tom. That's all I've got. Does that surprise you? I heard like Ma Humbug from, from Keith there, but I guess that's just how they roll. More coming up on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. 
go to JustPlainRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. No child wants to play with a Charlie in the box, so I had to come here. Have a holly jolly Christmas, it's the best time of the year. Now I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. This is Just Plane Radio, Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Ed and Keith rounding out the crew, plus... Uh, from AOPA, we got Tom Haynes rounding out uh, a full, you know, I don't know, just a holiday party kind of thing here uh, with the crew today. A lot to cover, uh, even though we're kind of in holiday mode and, uh, you know, kind of kicking back, enjoying the weather uh, here in Orlando, where we're based out of. It's beautiful. This is perfect flying weather. Wouldn't you agree, Keith? I love it. It is nice. It's not too hot. Uh, we don't got the snow that Tom does, so we don't have that whole white Christmas thing you know, going on right now, but I don't know, Tom, all I got to say is glad I'm not you, <laughs> you know, I just, uh, just uh, that's probably true on several levels. Yes. Well, no, it's really just the weather thing. Cause he, <laughs> he's kind of a big deal at AOPA. Now, uh, we do have some uh, cool news to share with everybody. Uh, business is going full tilt. And, uh, we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago when Tom joined us about AOPA's effort to make insurance for private pilots, a little bit more tolerable because it's just been going up, up and away. And, uh, they, you've made some progress now, right? What's going on? Yeah. Just, uh, within the last couple of weeks, we, we had a, uh, announcement where our insurance partner, Assured Partners Aerospace, uh, has, uh, brought a new underwriter into their portfolio that, uh, has agreed to pay special attention to the needs of older pilots. It's, you know, we're in a really, uh, hardening, insurance market right now in general for all pilots all of us have seen our insurance rates go up in the last year and a half or so um, but older pilots in particular are really struggling to get coverage and without uh, either at all or, or uh, even with some restrictions and limitations that they're not used to and really baselessly near as we can tell we don't have any data that suggests that older pilots necessarily have accidents at a higher rate than younger pilots and so we're a little perplexed about why the insurance industry is kind of putting the screws to They're discriminating. Pilots. I think so. Yeah. Well, but when, hey, I mean, this, more uh, experience, they should, uh, you know, that should be taken into account, wouldn't you think? Yeah. I, yeah, I think maybe there may be a point there where, you know, old enough pilots and then maybe you do start to have a little bit of uh, skill lapse and, and that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. we, don't, we don't really have a lot of data that that's a real problem. But the insurance companies, again, have made it difficult for older pilots. But this new underwriter has come on board and, and uh, has agreed to really look at creative solutions, uh, including higher deductibles, perhaps, for older pilots in order for them to get coverage at all. In some cases, maybe uh, requiring another pilot to fly with them, but at least the opportunity to continue flying yeah. uh, and, and, and some other things that they're doing. So it's not a complete solution for sure. It's not going to be helpful to all older pilots, but for some, at least as a new option, and we continue to work with underwriters to find other ways to help pilots in general and hopefully just kind of hang on through this business cycle until hopefully the next 18 months or so, maybe two years, we'll see some other underwriters come back into the mix, be a little more competitive and insurance premiums start to come back down again. Yeah. Do you ever hear from them and uh, do they explain why they want to charge so much? 
uh, for older pilots? Is it just an age thing as far as like mental capacity, you know, diminishing just like a driver's license kind of thing for someone maybe over 80 or something? Well, Joe Biden's ready to fly right now. (laughs) You think? You know what? Uh, Who knows? Maybe he'll do something for us. Uh, Unlikely. But regardless... Don't get him started. <laughs> <laughs> but, He's uh, yawn. Yeah, I know. But uh, but here, but the thing is, though, I mean, uh, we don't really know why they do this. It's just kind of a blinking thing. We got to charge more for these guys because they're going to create problems for us. They just come up with these uh, guidelines, don't they, or do they? Well, you'd think it would be all data driven, and in, in the automotive insurance industry, it is highly data driven. You know, they can look at a sixteen-year-old kid and know that. Yep, he's probably going to wreck a car, uh, and and they they charge appropriately. Uh, but in the case of aviation, it's 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 such a small market that uh, pretty much an underwriter looks at every individual application and and creates a custom quote based on looking at one piece of paper about that pilot and Which making decisions. Anything, right? Yeah, and 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 a lot of these underwriters um, are not very experienced. It's sort of an entry level kind of position in the insurance industry. And mm-hmm. so they, they rely a lot on, you know, general wisdom that they think is passed down when in fact, it's, it's really not data-based, uh, data-driven. And so we're trying to get from the underwriters to share, have them share with us information that they're using to make decisions. So we can uh, either help them understand why it may not be accurate or create training scenarios for pilots to help them train away from whatever the accidents are that they believe are coming from older pilots. But again, yeah. we don't see any data to, from a safety standpoint, from an NTSB standpoint, which is all we have available to us, that suggests that older pilots have accidents at a higher rate than younger pilots. Well, do you think then it's more of a physical kind of deal? Like if, uh, you know, if I complete all three rings on my new Apple Watch that I got for Christmas, I should get an insurance discount. No? Well, <laughs> certainly if you demonstrate that you're doing a lot of proficiency flying and and getting an annual flight review and, and doing some things like that, it, it is helpful. Yeah. Uh, but even for older pilots, even those who are doing those kinds of things, and remember, many of these guys have decades of experience. So, uh, and, and many of them have flown without, you know, accident free for decades, and still they're being clobbered by the insurance companies uh, with much higher rates and seemingly baselessly just because the calendar, t- you know, ticked over one more year and they went from age 74 to age 75, for example. Right. Well, that's why I'm wondering, is it more of a physical thing, Keith, you think, uh, that they're just saying, hey, you're older, you're out of shape, or something like that, and maybe you could do something to offset it. You think they'd, they'd buy that? Like, hey, look, uh, I just did a Zumba class. Give me some credit. No, I, I think no? it. I think it's definitely more in the inexperience of the underwriter. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and I mean, we've got a situation right now where we have um, some people that are not being quoted and they won't insure on a specific aircraft uh, but yet they will insure a united pilot on that simply because they think because he's united pilot he's had better experience but he hasn't better been training in a, a ga airplane for what 18 years? 18 years and, and but he can get insurance in that airplane whereas somebody who's got 1500 hours flies ga airplanes all day and you know can't Interesting. So, I mean, this guy hasn't filed a flight plan. He hasn't done anything with, uh, in this particular airplane, like de-icing boots or anything like that. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't understand any of that stuff, but the underwriter thinks he's much better trained because he's trained by United Airlines. Well, and they figure, well, look, he, he's kind of a big deal. He can kick off a two-year-old off of an airplane. 
Well, well, he's not wearing, wearing a mask. A mask right. So that gives him more power <laughs> to fly a general aviation airplane. Yeah. So way yeah. to go, United. Okay. <laughs> you, say, you sound like a big fan, uh, Keith. I don't know. I've never been a big fan of United Airlines. No? Okay. No. I, I'm not going to judge, but yeah, that was kind of a goofy story. Yeah. Uh, but what are you going to do? You know, I, I, but yeah, it just sounds like they, they don't have a clue, but it sounds to me they're basing it more on physicality than, than training. You think that's a fair assumption, Tom? Or, well, they're or, requiring just about everybody to get trained in airplanes now. Well, yeah, but so I mean, if not, they're not a training issue, I know, but if they're just uh, making their judgment based on your age, that just sounds like they, they don't like uh, the fact that, you know, people are older or still wanting to fly their aircraft. Right. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, they're just trying to increase the revenue is what they're doing. And this yeah, is, I'm uh, They see these, these old guys as an opportunity to, to kind of stick it to them because they really want to keep flying. I'm not 60. I'm 59. Yeah, that's who I Yeah. More coming up on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Off with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Shall I begin the Christmas story? Absolutely. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Ed and Keith from Flight Training Professionals and from AOPA. we got Tom Haynes helping us uh, navigate the latest aviation news and information. And uh, Tom, uh, you know, he has this thing, AOPA Live. You can check it out, AOPALive.org, I believe. That's the best website to go to for that, Tom, right? That'll get you there, sure. Yeah, and and you guys just recently had a story on taking up a... An aviation enthusiast, is that right, mm-hmm. that uh, happened to be blind? How did that yeah. happen? What was that all yeah. about? Yeah, it's a great heartwarming sort of holiday story in that Bianca Marez, who's 12, okay. um, went up for a flight with Independence Aviation out of uh, Denver, Colorado. And uh, she's a, she was born blind, um, but it hasn't stopped her from zip lining and skiing and horseback riding and swimming with dolphins and indoor parachuting. And, you know, she's just a very active uh, girl nice and uh, she wanted to go flying so she approached the folks and, and they hooked her up and put her in a cirrus 
with one of their instructors and um, he put her hand on the on the uh, control stick and on the throttle and she had control uh, she had the controls the whole time and he obviously was assisting but uh, she got to feel what it was like to fly an airplane the sensations of flight and uh, we had a great story from her with comments about uh, what it was like for her to get that experience and and it was really fun to see her and see her enthusiasm and what a precocious uh, young lady she is and uh, i have a sense she's going to go a long way when she well, does it. i bet i mean yeah when they don't let uh their challenges affect what they want to do you gotta love them we just had someone on our scuba show who is blind who wanted to go scuba diving and has turned it into a career to actually find shark teeth underwater wow, which wow. when you go do that it's you it's called blackwater diving you can't see the bottom oh, okay. anyway so right. he's totally equal with all the other divers and actually he he does much better because his oh, yeah. height of uh feel for feeling for these shark teeth are much better mm-hmm. than than your average diver who can see cool wow. so you know god bless him great holiday you know great just, thing for just the think of what this yeah. world would be if we had more people like this girl yeah mm-hmm. you know instead of oh woe is me and what can i get what can i get right this mm-hmm. girl's going out and just she's Wait, why are you it. looking at me when you when you say that <laughs> Shoe fits. Yeah. Okay. I'll leave it alone. I'm sure she's uh, much nicer than I. I have no doubt yeah. about that. And uh, probably has a better future as well. Uh, on that note. She might She might get her license before you, too. <laughs> Stop it. You're not supposed to ball bust during the holidays, uh, Keith. Don't you know that uh, protocol? I think there's a, a thing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. In your mind. Right. Well, uh, Ed and Keith, you know, as we've said many times before, they run a flight school in Orlando called Flight Training Professionals. They've gotten plenty of awards. They're working uh, like crazy, even during the holidays, making the best of it. And I don't know, I hear, do you guys have some news you want to share with the world or something, Ned? Or what's going on? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Really? What have you been up to? Well, um, we have uh, taken making some changes. Um, specifically, yeah. I am stepping away from the company and going to go do full-time pilot examiner and leave what? it to Keith and, and uh, the crew to to run the show. And uh, the, Really? The, so you are going to become the guy that is going to end up uh, possibly certifying me to fly a plane? I might some... not still be examiner that many years what? in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a long time from now, Greg. Well, he can't get insurance anymore past 70. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm only 55, so, you know, there's a possibility I won't be doing it then. Okay. Uh, All right. It's this kind of support yeah. that really motivates me. You know yeah, that, you, right? You, you kind of you walked into that one. Right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. Well, so. so has this been in the works for some time? Yeah, a few months. All right. Few months. Yeah. Well, I knew you had been uh, taking a lot of classes. Or I don't know, not classes, but I guess I've been doing quite a bit. But yeah. uh, but you know, it's 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 the it's the type of thing that it, I felt like I couldn't do both well. Yeah, and so Keith and Lenny uh, 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 gave me the opportunity to say, "Okay, go ahead and do that, and we'll do this." And it's it's really kind of a a nice scenario. And you know, we're gonna stay involved. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna come do flight tests and right. you know, maybe a little bit flight instruction, this and that, you know. Well, I knew uh, you were doing a lot of uh, classes. Is that the right uh, terminology? Check rides. Check rides. Well, flight uh, tests. Okay, yeah, but you were doing this with the FAA to get that certification? I've or had you, that certification you've always for had two it. years, Greg. You've had this, oh, <laughs> I thought, but uh, you didn't have to go through any special other certification beyond this? No. You were just doing that I've already? giving check rides giving people certificates well see i haven't been at the flight school in the last uh, month or two so yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe, a couple, a, couple maybe a couple of years maybe a couple of years i've been doing it for two years already yeah. where is it again you didn't move 
<laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, but well, then, but that's cool. So that's a, that'll give you a little bit more flexibility to do what you want to do too, right? Yeah, exactly. And then uh, you know, now that I know you, I mean, can I actually request to have you be my my guy, or is that something my uh, flight instructor has to uh, you know pick? How does that work again? Like, what I'm are you looking sure. at key for? I'm not sure we have to even talk about this. Yeah, no, we do. Yeah, it's, it's, I want to know what I'm getting things. myself uh, into when I get back in the cockpit here There's in no financial reason why you can't pass this check ride. <laughs> 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 okay, so I, I got so you. So that'll be you. never. No. <laughs> no, no. You know, that, uh, that the, eggnog you want. The caveat is you cannot Without use the my check ride or my check ride. Credit card. Your black card is yeah. not going to be available for no. this. Well, I got I got eggnog, uh, that drink that you wanted there for the holidays right now to get your socially yeah, duplicated. That, 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 no, the eggnog so. that's missing the eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> I got more where that came from, buddy. Just yeah. remember who hooked you up. Okay. All right. I'll I'll figure out some way to to brown nose accordingly. Yeah. But uh, but can I uh, request you or no? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll, like I say, I'll be doing. But I, 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 I don't there. remember if that is the case. Like, if you're the student just going into the process like that, can you say, hey, I want this examiner? It depends on the school. Yeah, it depends on the school. Okay. But, you know, for for us, you know, Ed's been doing all of our check rides uh, that he is qualified to do. Yeah. He's been doing them for the last two years. Okay. And so he will continue to do them. Right. So. That's that's uh, pretty awesome. So you're going to yeah. be stepping up to just do more uh, of the managing of the flight school training and stuff? He has been. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew this two years ago, maybe. I Not really. I guess I didn't know, did I? Thanks for keeping up to date. Yeah, well, you know, hey, I mean, that's why you're here. I think Tom Haynes knew more about this than you did. I mean, it was <laughs> the, this is the first time we've been together in God knows how long, you know. So, you know, I'm glad you came in to bring me up to speed. We just <laughs> want to see the look on your face. Why? Yeah, wait, you thought I'd be unhappy or? No, just the surprise. That, that's a that's a great holiday surprise. We thought it'd be was. great radio. Well, yeah, of course. And now I just got to figure out, you know, what's the best way to brown nose my potential flight examiner? <laughs> what do you want for Christmas, Ed? <laughs> like P-51, that's all. It, it got an eyebrows raised out of time, too, there. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You, you've had uh, Ed as your flight instructor. Did you do a check right on him too, or no, have you? No, I wasn't an examiner then. But but you could no. do uh, some more for him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How do you feel about that, Tom? Are you as scared as cra- scared as crap as I am now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm never gonna pass. Oh God. No. My, my point on it was, you know, while you may choose him, he can choose not to choose you as as a student that he wants to examine. So, huh. you know, just keep that. No, I, I think this will be pure joy uh, <laughs> when when I get to that point. Am I right there, Ed? Pure joy. Mm. Well, it's going to be something that you're going to want be. the opportunities. Like there's going to be, gonna be so pure something. Much. It's going to be pure something. I'm going to make him squirm. Like all oh, those times that I've that made that, a- it, that part might be joy for me. Yeah, might not be joy for him. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, See, well, he yeah. didn't say who it was going to be joy for. Yeah, there you no, go. He just said it was um, going to be pure joy. Exactly. Joy for me, not for him. No, I I, yeah. I got I get that, and I totally know what uh, is uh, you know in my future. I, you know, I didn't even have to die or anything or, you know, fall asleep like Scrooge or something. And I'm seeing the ghost of, of pilot uh, future. It's, it's not pretty. It takes getting in the airplane first. How's this, uh, instructor? That's terrible! Go back, do it again! Something like that? No? Yeah, maybe not. 
More coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Hey, kids. I heard on the news that an airline pilot spotted Santa's sled on its way in from New York. (laughs) You serious, Clark? Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That is me, along with Captain Ed and Keith. And from AOPA, we also have Tom Haynes helping us out and uh, navigating the latest aviation news and information. Now, last week, we talked about the uh, vaccine that has obviously started to ship. And, you know, as of showtime last week, um, the FAA had not approved the vaccine for pilots. But... uh, Real quick, they did, J- just in the nick of time. I don't know, a couple of days before it actually started shipping, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 They, they, it, it's funny, you know, uh, Dennis was mentioning this last week on the show that, you know, the vaccine had not been approved and that could be a problem for pilots. I'm like, are you kidding me? There's no way. I mean, they, they would have never held that up, would have they, uh, Tom? What do you think? No? No, I don't think so. There was a lot of sort of miscommunication out there that, uh, Regarding the trials, if those who are in the trial uh, programs, yeah, maybe that's a case where, because they didn't know what the the side effects were going to be, that maybe the FAA would have trouble with them flying. But once the vaccine got approved, uh, there was really little doubt that the FAA was going to be okay with it. And sure enough, um, I think it was on Saturday of last week, finally finally, uh, came through with a very short statement that basically said it's approved, uh, asking for a 48-hour period for pilots to not fly after getting a shot which is probably good advice anyhow, just to see whether you have any side effects and then, right. and then go for it. So, yeah. uh, no so I, I predicted it. How about that? I was right. Once in a blue moon. Yeah. First time for anything <laughs> or everything. Right. So uh, that's, but, that's but I'm four glad. days off that if they have to have within a month's period, because there's two, two doses that they have to take. So each that's time right. they take okay. it, they have to take two days off. Mm. Well, so that could be a problem for a professional pilot, couldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. You're going to have well, to schedule a Right now, with so many pilots on furlough, yeah. you know, it's not really not going to be that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, get it done while you can. Take advantage of the downtime. But, you know, it's interesting that, you know, the FAA does seem to work pretty fast when they have to. When, they're, when just, they're forced to? Is that what you think? Were they were forced, or did they just feel that they better do this quick uh, just because of the public pe- pressure? They weren't forced that, to do it, were they? I don't think there was a lot of public pressure on it. Really? I mean, if if it would have came through that the vaccine was available and the FAA had not approved it for for pilots, I think there would have been a heck, there'd been an outcry immediately, don't you think? There might have yeah. been afterwards. What well, do you think, Tom? Yeah. Well, I think that, yeah, if, if the vaccine had been available and the FAA said, no, 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 we, we don't believe it and pilots shouldn't be taking it and if they do they're going to have their medical suspended for some period of time and yeah. then suddenly found people stuck in airline terminals because the pilots were all getting covid or not able to 
uh, go fly the airplanes, I think, yeah, you'd have a, you'd have the public come crashing down on the FAA very mm-hmm. quickly. So they'd go from uh, people considering the FAA, you know, kind of, we're not a fan to, oh my God, what are you doing? I hate you. <laughs> well, that's what they did with the uh, 737 MAX. What do you mean? Well, the FAA didn't do their job there, right? Well, I, I don't know. You're putting all the blame on the FAA on that one? Didn't they certify the airplane? Well, they did, but, uh, I don't, well, I don't know. I mean, they did, yes. But are you putting the blame on them or the fact that someone at the manufacturer didn't check some boxes off properly? Well, I've talked to a lot of 737 pilots. Yeah. Uh, primarily at Southwest because okay. it's, I fly them all the time. Yeah. And they never had any issues with the airplane. They didn't think it was a problem at all. Yeah. It was just a training issue. The pilots knew how that to fly and, it. And the the foreign carriers didn't get the option for, for the, the extra training to deal with that. Well, there's scenario. an extra system that they had on there. Yeah. An auto system. And they did they opted not to get it. Okay. So that's the FAA's fault? For not making it required. But that's what the media did, right? The media blamed the FAA for this. Okay. All right. I, I don't know. I mean, Tom, do you agree with him or is he like uh, off in conspiracy uh, land? What do you think? Well, I think there's like uh, pretty much any significant thing like this. There's lots of blame to go around. I think yeah. the FAA probably didn't have quite the oversight of Boeing. They should have. And, and Boeing wasn't as forthcoming with some information and and uh, training requirements in some parts of the world maybe aren't as, uh, as good. Culture uh, in the cockpit mm-hmm. is uh, different uh, in, in different parts of the world. And so I think there's probably a lot, lots of blame to go around. Well, how's go. that for, how's that for being diplomatic? That, that's uh, pretty yeah. good. You ought to run yeah. for president mm, or something yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. That's what we're going to do. Haynes for president. Why not? I, 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 I vote for him in a heartbeat. Me too. Yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't know there was diplomacy associated with the uh, presidential elections anymore, at least. Yeah. Well, there's not, not when you can tell the president to shut up on national TV. Yeah. Well, that's a whole thing. Yeah. You know, it's the holidays, Keith. We don't want to go there. Do we? No. No, I didn't think so. Let's but not. Do you, do you think that 12-year-old girl has a lot of blame that she places on a lot of other people? What, the the blind uh, pilot? That yeah. one, or uh, No, I don't think she blames anybody. She has no. a very optimist, optimistic view of the world. She's not letting it hold her back at all. I know. And that's why I say we should have a lot more people like her. So you're saying we should vote a 12-year-old in for president? <laughs> well, she probably could do a better job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that works for me. Why not? Uh, you know, Tom, you know, it would get my vote, though. I would. He's very diplomatic, very presidential in that sense. What Despite the fact that. Tom, should we start that? What, him sure, or the, the 12 year old? <laughs> no, Maybe the 12 year old could be your running mate. How about that? <laughs> does it give me access to Air Force One? No, but it would, uh, you would possibly get to move out of the area you are and you're covered in snow right now. So. Yeah. Uh, what? 25 just, miles down the road to yeah, the White House? Exactly. <laughs> I'm, sure my, I'm sure that's a great choice. Oh, they well, got technology. To yeah, kinda, traffic, I think, is a little different there, too. Yeah, d- that's right. Oh, he wouldn't have to worry about traffic. Yeah, true. Well, that's he just true. He could control the weather when you're president, can't you? He just flies just, over the top of it, and they clear yeah. any traffic in the way. That's like, right. I'm going to take uh, Marine One down to Florida. Uh, it's for a meeting. Yeah, it's for a meeting. No, the snowstorm had nothing to do with it. But yeah, Tom actually sent us a little video clip of the snow from earlier this week. Wow. I, I will say it again. Glad I'm not you. <laughs> yeah. I, I love those scenes. Very Christmassy, very, you know, holiday. I like them on the Hallmark channel. Exactly. It's, <laughs> they're great to see. Great little video clips. But man, I think you don't. Tom's want... is more real than the Hallmark channel, though. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, does it make Still you. Not... 
You feel I'm feeling a lot of empathy. I got to tell you. Well, it, it's not really empathy. I mean, the scenery is is beautiful. I mean, you you got a picture perfect winter wonderland surrounding you. It just like. You know, you're surrounded, though. It's just like, <laughs> and you can't go anywhere. You, you can't, can't fly your plane. Turn the nothing. TV off and be rid, rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, do you uh, allow the snow to keep you from flying your aircraft? Are you? I mean, are they pretty good at your local airport there to, to get your plane out if you wanted to or no? Yeah, I know they're pretty good about getting things cleared up pretty quickly and getting the hangars opened up. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, able to fly pretty quickly after the snow stops. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know you're planning to do this little family thing for New Year's to go skiing, but when you yeah. see a scene out like that outside your window, are you tempted to like, eh, let's fly down to Florida. <laughs> well, sure. That, catch some rays. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, yeah. uh, the only thing keeping you from doing that is like what work? That uh, four letter that? word. Yeah. yeah. Of course we've all discovered we can work remotely now. So right. So, yeah, we you know, figured out how to do that yet. Yep. How, do, how do you flight instruct remotely? You put a, a GoPro in, and uh, and uh, a dr- you know you've got drone controls that can take right. over. Now I got an idea for you as a flight examiner. When you take me up, and you're my flight examiner, uh, I'm gonna just get a little blow up doll, put a Ed on the on the forehead with marker <laughs> like a sharpie, and uh, put him next to me, and then you can just talk to me on your phone. About that. That actually works. Actually, <laughs> ironically enough, the FA was talking about trying to figure out how to evaluate remotely using GoPro videos. An auto from airplane? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I love that, it. That was a discussion at a DP meeting in, in August. Yeah. Were they drinking at the time? They were... No, we were all on Zoom. I couldn't tell. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were drinking. And, and, and were, for they gosh turn sakes, the camera off and take it. And... The, the, the DP out somewhere out west that mm-hmm. was... Drinking during a a safety seminar Zoom and got terminated. Oh. So don't drink on Zoom if really? the DFA is involved. Don't let them see you. Make sure it's out of camera view. <laughs> Sounds okay. like you have experience. Yeah, it just you know it's eggnog. Yeah, it's eggnog. That's what it is. And on that note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time. Remember, there is no better high than learning, learning, to, learning fly. to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com.